to have you today on this Thursday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Glad to be here. Packers back at it again today, getting ready for the uh, the postseason. And, well, hopefully the postseason. Really uh, what you would consider to be a playoff-type game because this is uh, win and you're in, lose and go home. So this, uh, this weekend... There's been a lot of the, uh, well, they're already in a playoff situation. Yeah, but there's always a tomorrow. This game coming up this weekend, there is no tomorrow. If you if you don't win, your season's over. Clean out your locker, you're done. So there, uh, there has been a tomorrow up until this point. But now, yeah, this is like playoff football. It is going to feel like it's Sunday night, and it is going to be raucous. It is going to be... Loud and uh, my hopefully uh, it's a win. But that being said, uh, it's also going to have a little bit of a surreal feeling early, I would assume, in this one. Uh, Good news today, though. Good news today regarding Damar Hamlin. Uh, It looks as if, uh, and this is is terrific, uh, has been uh, gripping the hands of those close to him. Uh, he, uh, opened his eyes last night. He's responsive. Um, they say the one thing that's very clear from speaking those close to him, they are endlessly appreciative of the medical care given to him and down at the uh, university of Cincinnati medical center and that he is slowly, but surely coming out of this, you know, not out of the woods by any stretch, uh, but at least slowly, but surely kind of coming back. So that's just another terrific sign. As a matter of fact, Amar Hamlin's father yesterday on a zoom call up on the big screen in a a full team meeting room in buffalo uh zoomed with the team uh, to let him let them know he's doing better um that they're okay you know and i i think they needed that you know you and i don't want to speak for them because i what the hell do i know but just listening to many players talk you want to know you just want to know like is he okay and when dad says uh, you know he's he's coming back i we hope we think he's going to be okay. Now we don't know what damage is done, obviously, but we, you know, we're we're, you know, he's opening his eyes, he's squeezing our fingers, he's kind of back with us. Okay, then you're hoping he's going to be okay. So a very very good sign. So start off today with a very very uplifting uh, report on Demar Hamlin. So that's that's absolutely fantastic. On the uh, on the flip side of here we go again, the. Uh, Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Now, I I will say this. Aaron Rodgers didn't bring it up. He didn't bring it up. He didn't state it. He didn't go there until he was asked. And I guess you have to ask the question. You know, you you have to. But I know that it's – we were talking about this last night in the huddle. Because remember, Aaron Rodgers spoke yesterday after we got off the air. So we didn't get a chance to play his comments back. But – Last night, uh, during uh, you know his, tw- he was up for twenty five minutes. He met with the media. He did for twenty five minutes, so which is fantastic. I mean, that's that's you know very, that's so much more than many quarterbacks in the National Football League give. So on that uh, side of things, you're incredibly appreciative. But last night, <clears throat> I didn't even think of this. This is where my mind is at. My mind is like, get get to the postseason, get some wins. If you don't, you know, you know, win a Super Bowl, then you know, hey, man, you know, 
go away for a couple of weeks, regroup, get ready to come back, and then you're all in because he's coming back. You're all in. And then this happens because the question comes up, Aaron, uh, with everything going on, you guys have battled back. You're playing a tough Lions team, talking about this team and the comparisons to years that you made runs in the past, you know, all the X's and O's. But is this, have you thought about it? And and I guess you got to ask the question, but is this going to be or could be, have you thought about it? Your last game ever at Lambeau Field as a Green Bay Packer. Something I wasn't even thinking about. And then here's what he had to say. No, I don't. I'm going to take some time after the season. Um, You know, I got a lot of uh, great memories here at Lambeau. And hopefully can add another one on Sunday. So... That's another storyline. Now, I don't if care. You go, right? If you go back to the beginning of the year, and I think it was Rob Domofsky asked him right after he signed the contract. He said, uh, you know, now that you're locked up, is, are you going to be a you know Packer for the remainder of your career? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it was something to that effect. Uh, obviously, things can change if the team decides to trade him. But he, at that point in time, seemed 100% committed to the Packers and remaining here a Green Bay Packer for the remainder of his career. 100%. 100%. But yet, I guess, I guess, when we start looking at things in the narrative of... <sighs> You know, we're we're gonna fit. We, we are so smarter than the average bear, and we're gonna figure out what to do with Aaron Rodgers and trade him away or not trade him away. We'll look at the contract. This is what you got to do. Got to get rid of him. He's starting to age. Blah 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 blah. You know, we fight so hard to keep the guy, and then the minute we get him, it's like, oh well, you got to trade him. It's too much money. He's got to get out of here. <sighs> Sometimes we really suck, don't we? I can speak for the media side of things. We really suck. But other, other other sides as fans and as analysts and stuff, it's like, oh, oh, my God, they finally got it done. Yes, Aaron Rodgers says he's going to be a Green Bay Packer forever. It's a three-year deal. You got the window. You got to strike while the iron's hot. Let's go. Oh, a couple bad passes. Got to get rid of them. Got to cut them. Too much money. Holy crap. We suck. We really do. We suck. We should be talking more about the game And not about this, but it is going to become a narrative between now and Sunday night. And I'm sure I'm I'm positive that the Sunday night crew, Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth, are going to pick up on this and they're going to discuss it and uh, it will be part of that broadcast. I mean, I'm glad I'm in the press box. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad that I'm, you know, not having to, (laughs) not having to you know, kind of listen to all of that, so to speak, but it is what it is. So there you go. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670. That's right. Here we go again. 877-867-1670. Find us over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us over on Twitter uh, at Bill underscore Michaels. Find Ben Kenny at Ben Z Kenny, producing the program today at Ben Z Kenny. Um, ben, how you doing today? I'm good, Bill. Uh, awesome yeah. to hear the update, the positive updates on DeMar right. Hamlin this morning. It kind of lightens everything, right, where at least we're hearing good news because uh, we know that they've been very uh, – they have 
guarded. Yeah. Kind of been slow to put stuff out. They didn't want to get ahead of anything. So I think that we get this. It's it's very big. So uh, I don't know. Aside from that, good. Uh, golf season kicking back off today. We're back. The uh, Century Tournament of Mostly Champions oh in Kapalua and Hawaii. Uh, okay. Big, big day for me. But I, I'm excited. Uh, it, it's a great time. Uh, it's a big day for you because I sent you the... It's called bomber. I was trying to think of the uh, the the thing yesterday. The the tag. It's uh, of the of the hot girls that go to like Lux Golf and just bomb it in mini dresses and stuff. And it's called bombers and bombshells because it popped up uh, again yesterday. So that's good. Uh, yeah. So I, I thought that ah, there you go. That's my boy Ben Kenny. I would, there you go. I would do many many things to be able to swing a club like that. Yeah, this girl's doing it in a, a mini dress, a pair of heels, and has a perfect swing. And the, the oh, it's incredible! Straight down the middle, straight down the middle. So yeah, <laughs> it's bombers and bombshells for uh, for everybody out there. I couldn't figure out what the hell it was and it popped up, so I went, "Oh, there it is." I, I sent it over to Ben. So yeah, speaking of golf, there you go. Uh, if you want to chime in today, you can also over on the Facebook fan page. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube, on Twitch TV, uh, on, I had mentioned on, on Twitter, but uh, Twitter has a link to the television side of things too, or the video side of things. I shouldn't say television, but the video side of things. And you can also email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And you can always find the program every damn day. If you missed a little, you missed a lot, whatever it happens to be, you can track us down over on Apple iTunes. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, many different ways to uh, consume the program. So thanks to everyone. By the way, we ended up with a really good crowd last night down at uh, down at the Mecca. It started out where there was nobody. I'm like, boy, this sucks. There's nobody here. And then we got underway, and by the time we got done, it was uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. There's, uh, and that's a big place. So to put 50, 60, 70 people in the house, uh, that's still very sparse looking. But it was fun. There was a nice little party downstairs. Some people that came in to listen to the show down below. They were watching the Bucks game as well. So good crowd last night. Thanks to our friends uh, over there at, uh, at Bud Light as well for being a part of the program. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. So thanks to them for putting up with us and hanging out. Um. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Uh, what else do we have here for you today? Uh, oh, by the way, so uh, Happy New Year uh, for you Brewers fans. Wade Miley's back for a $4.5 million deal. Um, <laughs> I, I saw it yes! yesterday. Yeah, I, I saw it yesterday. And you know what? Miley only pitched a few games last year, ended up going down with a, an injury for the season and you know, comes back, you know, for minimal money. And if he works out, it's a fantastic bargain. So it's not a not a terrible move. And he just, he sticks around the National League Central. He was in Cincinnati, then he was back with the Cubs, and now back with the Brewers uh, again this upcoming season. But I posted it, and it was kind of joking. And people were taking it serious because I put a Happy New Year with the Peanuts characters underneath it. Uh, over on Facebook and out on Twitter. And, and like, Brewers fans were pissed. You big dummy, this is terrible. They're not spending any money. They suck. They're tight. I mean, just, I was like, whoa, it's sarcasm. Have we lost the ability to distinguish sarcasm? Holy crap. 
But uh, that went down last night. Bucks got a win last night, but I, I, I have you watched the have you watched Bucks basketball lately, Ben? I was watching last night, and I found myself more intrigued. I, I usually get into it in January. I, I was more intrigued in last night's game than I have been really in any Bucks game this season. Yeah, it's uh, they're up by what twenty one, I think, at one point down the stretch, and then the the wheels come off. And I, I'll tell you this now, I, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this and I, I've been paying attention, but there's just, you know, when the Packers are making a run towards the playoffs, it's, you know, Packers reign supreme, but, but coach Boonholzer looks tired already. I mean, like worn the hell out. I mean, just worn out. I know they've had injuries. I know they've had guys that haven't, haven't played and, and such. And I, I understand all of that, but this team one night, they'll hit their shots, they'll play some defense. The next night, there's nothing. I mean, I, I, I thought at the beginning of the season that this team, it's just get to the Eastern Conference Finals and, uh, and, and be at full strength. You should win and you should be able to you know, move on from there. I don't know. I, they have a, a real propensity to play down to the competition. And it's been something that's been kind of continuous throughout the season, especially in this, uh, you know, this this losing stretch here. Because uh, they started out just like a, a house on fire, man. I mean, and that was without Chris Middleton. Then they get Middleton back, and things seem to be going good. They've had a, a you know, a rash of different injuries and such. But it's like there are times where they they just look like an average basketball team that commits way too many mental mistakes. They look like they've already won something. And that's what it was put to me last night. I was, I was leaving the Mecca. And there were some people down there in Bucks jerseys and stuff down by the Pfizer Forum. They came to watch the game. And one of the guys, we're sitting there, we're, we're sitting there talking, and one of the guys, I think his name was Tom. Uh, and I apologize, Tom, if you're listening. He said that he listens every day. And I, and I don't have your name correct off the top of my head. But he was sitting there in a you know, Bucks cap, uh, the green Bucks jersey, and uh, he was eating some wings. And... He he said the same thing. He said this team just looks like an average team. They're looking like they're like an average team waiting to get beat. Like they just look at Giannis and go, "Okay, go win the game for us." Um, and it's midseason. I guess you're you know I get it. You're kind of in the doldrums right now. You know, going from January, February before you really kind of ratchet it back up. But damn, they just they, there are times they just look bad. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. All right, let's do this. Uh, we're going to kind of go with Packers, talk a little Packers. Packers getting ready to uh, head, head back out on the practice field today, getting ready for the game coming up on Sunday night. Then the question is fired at Aaron Rodgers. Have you thought about it? This being your last game as Green Bay Packer at Lambeau Field. Oh, my God. Here we go again. You know, this is just – I, I just – I, I want to drive a stake in that story. You know, it's like the anti-farb. It's like just stop. Stop every year. Now we're going to – you know, we got to ask this. Stop. Oh, I got great memories. I don't know. I'm going to take a little time away, but I, I got great memories. I've had so many wonderful memories here. And, and then you're talking in a past tense, and it's like, no, why don't you go out and create some more? Go create some more. I, I don't want to hear about the end of this thing yet. Just go create some more. It's not that I'm a wisher and a wanter. It's that I'm a realist and I'm living in the now, and I don't want to go. For a guy that did not want to be Brett Favre, damn it, we go down these paths. We just do. Maybe it's just... Older, terrific players. You look at them every year and you go, are you coming back? Are you coming back? We need something to talk about. Quit pushing this guy out the door. Because once you do, you don't have anything to talk about anymore. You're not a spotlight anymore. 
Nobody's going to want to hear our reports. Nobody's going to listen to our talk shows. Nobody's going to want to give a damn about uh, about anything we have until we find another Hall of Famer that's actually going to make the Green Bay Packers relevant again. Now, whether that's Jordan Love or anybody else, I doubt it, but who knows? But it's just like, stop. Stop. Stop pushing this guy out the door. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Do you have any clarity in your mind whether or not this is or, or isn't your last game at Lambeau Field? No, I don't. I'm going to take some time after the season. Um, you know, I got a lot of uh, great memories here at Lambeau, and hopefully, can add another one on Sunday. Welcome back. There you go. Got a lot of great memories. Yeah, no, I'm just uh, hopefully add another one. That's that's all we want. That's all we want. We, just the rest of the stuff, the narrative. I, I, I understand it. Not in favor of it, but I understand it. You got to ask the question. It's like, ah, this was like the furthest thing from my mind. It oh, really was. Maybe a, a real huge story. No, not a huge story. Uh, ben, was this something that that you were considering at all? When we started talking about all of this stuff this week? Nope. Did, did, did that cross your mind? That thought crossed your mind? Not even in the slightest. And when it was Not asked, in the slightest. When it was asked, I sat back. It's like, okay, there's a chance it is. But then I thought, like, why, why ask the question, right? Either he gives you that answer, which I can guarantee that's what he would have said uh, if you had asked me, like, what the response would be. Or what if he does say it's his last game? Then you completely tank you know, the storylines entering a right. contest for a win-and-in scenario. I just, I, I don't get it. Ask after the season. Um, or after the game. You know, after the right. game. You know, right, you know, after the game, let's say they win, say, Aaron, as you walked off the field, we noticed you're just kind of taking your time and looking around. Is there sentimentality here? Is this your last, you know, then you can say it. You know, then it's kind of like, okay, it's out there. He kind of he kind of brought it to the forefront. But... For the most part, it's like, ah, God, no, just no. Just all I want to do is worry about winning. All I want to do is see this team get into the postseason. I want to I want to see this team make me make me stand up on Monday and go, you know what? I suck. I was wrong. I was wrong. They got in. I said the dagger. I'm never going to happen. It, it, there you go. Premature dagger relation. I, I, don't, I don't want to deal with that. I just don't. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Speaking of uh, our, our friends, uh, no, there's no premature dagger relation anywhere, but uh, our friends down at um, San Giorgio and Calderon Club, heading down there tonight, as a matter of fact, uh, my son gave me a call, said, hey, Dad, we didn't get to get my son had to work for Christmas and New Year's. So he said, hey, we didn't get together. Can we go to Geno's? So that's what we're going to do. That's Christmas present. Uh, going to do that tonight. Great place, great food, uh, unbelievable Italian food. So we're going to head down there this evening, and we're going to go to Calderon Club side, get a table, sit down, relax, talk, see how life is, all that kind of stuff. Since uh, you know he's relatively newly married, they just moved, living down in the Lake Geneva area now. So going to going to hang out down there tonight, and I uh, can't wait. Get the Bill Michaels, the Sachina, and the chicken marsala, and you pair it up, and then you get the cider boys, and then whew, get that eggplant. Oh, it's so good! You put it all together. Oh, I can't wait. Sitting here drooling on myself. But if you're looking for a great night out, you're looking for great Italian food, you're heading downtown, uh, whether it's over to San Giorgio, the authentic Napoletana Pizzeria, or over to Calderon Club, either place you can't go wrong. 
Both are absolutely positively wonderful, wonderful. And then they pair it up with Cider Boys from uh, right here in Wisconsin. So uh, ask for it by name. Uh, let's do this. Let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to our buddy Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how you doing today, man? What's up? Good. How you guys doing, man? Happy New Year. You too. You too. Thank you, sir. Hey, this is a, a, a topic that's kind of near and dear to me. And uh, I want to address the question and then the answer. Okay. The question's ridiculous, man. It's it, ever since maybe 2011, after they won the Super Bowl, might have been the only season that that Rodgers got a break from the media trying to dig up some sort of dirt or some sort of slander or some sort of crud on him. And there's nothing for them to find. If you dug it, dig into Rodgers, he's a guy who's how many millions did he donate through the pandemic to keep businesses? Uh, flow well, millions um, i have he, no idea yeah thoughtful honest answers uh if it were any other quarterback they'd be talking about the international playboy known as aaron Rodgers. i mean the dude's dated like danica patrick olivia munn and he hasn't married any of them and there's no scandal there they keep trying mm-hmm. to dig scandal up and there's nothing because the guy's clean so it's just stupid that the media keeps trying to do this to this guy and, um, you know, it isn't anything like far, far retired, unretired, retired, unretired. He didn't say I'm thinking about it. He said, I'm retiring. Hell, they threw him a party and sent him out of Lambeau riding on a white horse into the sunset. And then the dude comes back after they switched everything around and says, you know, I want to play again. Nothing like fraud. All right. So the question is ridiculous. And as far as the answer, listen, man, there isn't a player in the NFL right now with Hamlin laying in a hospital bed that doesn't at least have a little part of their mind second-guessing guessing whether or not they want to continue. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm sure I've been lucky up to this point, all right? Right. And then the other part of it is Aaron Rodgers has always answered, answered this question correctly because he does not control what the team does. He has seen Charles Woodson be traded away. And he's like, Charles, if they can trade Charles Woodson away, they can trade me away. So part of his answer is, I don't know because – I have no guarantee that I'm still going to be here, especially with all this. Like you said, quit trying to show this guy the door for crying out loud already. Mm-hmm. You know, people talking about, we got to trade him. We got to get rid of him. Boy, that 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 price tag. That's like, oh, God. Will you just stop? Give the guy a break. Let him play ball. Just right. ridiculous. Have a great week. Yep. week. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Uh, Coop says, who, who asked the question? I have no idea. Um, no idea on that one. The, I, my assumption is, and, and I didn't recognize voice, so I couldn't honestly tell you. I'm not lying. I just, I don't know. Um, but I would assume with this being a Sunday night game, a win in your in game, uh, as there's probably more. I, and I just heard some of the guys from ESPN are actually going to be in the stadium coming up on Sunday night covering this contest. So it's getting a lot of attention. Um, so maybe it was a national. I have no idea. No idea. Or a stringer for national. I don't know. No, no. Um, 877-867-1670. By the way, just an update on the game from Monday night between the Bengals and the uh, and the Buffalo Bills. It, it At least as of right now, it doesn't look like the NFL is going to resume that game. Uh, the league is working towards, according to Adam Schefter, either a potential site AFC championship game or one seed choosing between getting uh, and having a bye or home field advantage with the two seed getting whatever is not picked. What, what the NFL is trying to do, okay, 
And this is where I, I applaud them, okay? Um, the NFL is trying – you cannot make everybody happy. You, you can't. Uh, there's going to be somebody that, whether it's a fan or a player or a coach, somebody that's going to feel like they've been slighted because of this, Okay. So you're trying to come up with the best scenario that is fair to everyone in regards to home field advantage and their efforts in winning this season um, to not just dismiss two teams that were were you know fighting for that top spot in the AFC um i i i personally don't feel it's in the best interest of football to have them play that game it's just at this point in time it's it's just bad juju right now um i think it's best if you just move on you figure out something That's acceptable to everyone. Here's the one thing about it, though, and this is where I look at the NFL and I go, okay, nice job. Because the NFL is consulting teams. They're consulting the teams. They're consulting the Kansas City Chiefs and Cincinnati and Buffalo, and they're consulting all of these teams to say, hey, um, there is no perfect scenario here. This is something we've never dealt with before. We're trying to be fair to everyone. Give us a hand here. That that's that's what they're trying to do. So, I, uh, I I give the NFL some credit, but just by saying we're trying to do what's right, because I think when you talk about player health and safety, to have those teams come back uh, in like a, a a rest of the league bye week week nineteen and then still play and then you know continue on. It's I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if that's even the right move, and just putting everybody else off just to play one more game that may or may not be totally meaningless. And I don't want to say meaningless to, to, you know, to, 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 to seeding and such, but meaningless. It's like, just, you're all in the postseason. Let's just go, you know, let's just do this. So because they, both of those teams, Cincinnati and, and Buffalo still got to, they got to come out and win this weekend. There's still something riding on this weekend. So, I think the NFL is at least at this point in time trying to do the right thing, uh, but you're not going to please. There's, and, and you know what's really going to suck? This is what's going to suck. There's going to be analysts and fans that are going to think this sucks. We're getting a home game taken away from us. We're getting a neutral site. We're doing this. We're losing that. We're, You know, this is something that the NFL has never dealt with before, really. I mean, in the modern era. You know, in the last 40 years, 50 years, it just, it just hasn't. So uh, there's, there's, there's no, there's no easy path to all of this is what I'm saying. 877-867-1670. Find us, uh, give us a shout. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Packers getting ready to take on the Lions. We're going to hear a lot of different stuff today. We've got uh, some guests that are going to be joining us today as well. As a matter of fact, um, hey, Ben, who do we have today, by the way? Just an FYI, because I'm trying to scroll through all the stuff that you and I have been going back and forth on, and it's it's way back there. Pete Doherty. Pete Doherty, the Green Bay Press Gazette, going to be here. Gonna, we're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers today. 
correct? Yep. We have our picks today. Uh, we got to get. A, by the way, what is our record right now? Because you were uh, you were storming Ooh. back. I am. I am a red hot Bill, and uh, because you had the Monday night game, that obviously is a no contest. I am only a half game back of you right now. After I think I, I think okay. I'm eight eight and zero in my last eight. Wow. Yeah, I did have the Monday night game, didn't I? Should I get an extra game this week? Sure. Sure, yeah. Since I didn't yeah, get, pick yeah, four. maybe we'll do that. Because we can do that. We can do that on the fly. That's fair to everybody. We'll do that on the fly. Uh, Pac fan says no charge. No, last week was Super Bowl. No, Nobody nobody plays, or at least most people don't play fantasy uh, for the last week of the season because there's so many unknowns of who will and will not start. So last week was Super Bowl for fantasy leagues. So uh, if your fantasy league uh, still goes, well, I guess so be it. But uh, no, no charge this week. Charge, uh, the season has come to an end for our buddy Paul Charchian. I miss having charge on, though. It feels weird. I feel naked on a Friday not having charge on. All right, stay tuned. We got more after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everything we talked about, we stayed the course, which you guys have done, man. And we're playing some pretty clean physical football, man. Defense, you come to life. Win takeaways offense, man. We dominated when we needed to. We dominated the ground game, man. We made the throws we had to. We were efficient. That's the way to win, man. Now you're figuring it out. Now we're figuring it out. That's three. Everything will be mental. And we go for four against a really good opponent. That's outstanding, gentlemen. You earned it, man. Welcome back. That's Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Detroit Lions. Detroit's a physical football team. Detroit is, uh, now the difference, the last time these two teams played, defensively speaking anyways, Devondre Campbell uh, was not was not a part of that uh, Packers group. He was down with injury. Uh, and the Packers defensively have certain got, certainly gotten better. But that's a physical football team. Um, I will say this. And, Ben, let me know when you're ready. Because if you listen, you got to listen to that again. Because you got to listen to Dan Campbell. I cannot help... But think of Chris Farley in a van down by the river when I hear Dan Campbell speak. This is Dan. Let's let's do this. This is Dan Campbell first. Take a listen. Listen, I just I don't care. I I just want to play, you know. <laughs> so it's coming and it'll be down the wire and they'll be there. We'll be there. And uh, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. There you go. OK, now now play. Can you give me that clip again, Ben, of him in the locker room doing the doing the big rah-rah speech? Give me that again. What you guys have done, man, and we're playing some pretty clean physical football, man. Yeah. Defense, you come to life. Win takeaways offense, man. We dominated when we needed to. We dominated the ground game, man. We made the throws we had to. We were efficient. That's the way to win, man. Now you're figuring it out. Yep. Now we're figuring it out. There you go. Now... Chris Farley, inspirational speaker in a van down by the river. I'm 35 years old. I am divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. (laughs) Now, you kids are probably saying to yourselves, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the world by the tail and wrap it around and pull it down and put it in my pocket. 
Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. There you go. <laughs> That's it. <coughs> Dan Campbell, Chris Farley, I think they're one of the same. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. Dan Campbell, all fired up. Um, well, we're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And, yeah. and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. Yeah. There you go. In a van down by the river. How are we looking? I love Dan Campbell, man. Oh, He's my great. God. I do. I do. Every time I watch the guy, Hard Knocks uh, got me got me going, and we had talked about it. At the, I go back to my prediction at the beginning of the season. I said, they're going to get six, seven, eight wins for sure. And then they started out horribly, and I went, oh, boy. You know. And then they get a couple wins. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. They can do this. And here they are, six, seven, eight wins. They're starting to believe. You got it. You're starting to believe. We're getting it. You know, I love it. Oh, my God. Dan Campbell's fantastic. 877-867-1670. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, let's see. This is from Rick. And, Rick, this I, I hope it doesn't happen. But I agree with you. Rick says, if, if Seattle loses and if Detroit wins and if they are in the postseason then, I'm going to be rooting for Detroit. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Oh, my goodness. Lions playing on Sunday night football. Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions, talking about it. Listen, I just, I don't care. I, I just want to play, you know. <laughs> So it's coming, and it'll be down the wire, and they'll be there. We'll be there, and uh, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. They'll be there. We'll be there. We'll play football because that's what we do. You know why? Because we're a football field, and guys got helmets. So when you're wearing a helmet, what do you do? You play football. You got a football in your hand. You got a football helmet on and pads, and you got football, and you wear a cup in football. Just want to play football. I love Dan Campbell. <laughs> He's awesome. Oh, my goodness. That is Don't fantastic. Play Pokemon. We, Go home and play Pokemon. Yeah. No. Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> oh, my God. We were going down some really weird paths today. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, Jermaine says, oh, my God, dead on. The reincarnation of Chris Farley has come out in Dan Campbell. I absolutely love it. Gives me another reason to root for the Lions if they win. Uh, thank you very much. I just I started to hear that, and I was like, "Oh my God, that that sounds like that inspirational speech from Chris Farley." <laughs> You're not going to amount to Jack Squat. <laughs> oh God! Ah, uh, there we go. Let's do this. We're going to put the show back on the rails. Uh, every now and then we get off. That's okay. We're going to put the show back on the rails. We're going to come back. We got a lot more to get to. Stay tuned. <laughs> We're still in the first hour of the program. Got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers held a light workout getting ready for Sunday night's game at Lambeau Field against Detroit. Former Packers running back Jamal Williams, now with the Lions, leads the league with 15 touchdowns so far this season. Nose tackle Kenny Clark. He's doing a great job, you know, with the touchdowns. You know, you see the celebrations. You know he's a leader on that team, and uh, the guys love him up there. So he's definitely like like the lifeblood of their team and, and the energy bug, I would say. And he's a guy that, that we got to definitely be uh, accounted for. Players and coaches on both teams still dealing with the images of Bill safety DeMar Hamlin being resuscitated on Monday Night Football. The Lions' DeAndre Swift says he knew Hamlin as a teen growing up near Pittsburgh. It's a routine play. What happened, it's like it's just it's a sad situation. These are our thoughts and our prayers. Somebody I know personally played each other in high school. So one of my good friends. We opened um, this morning with prayer. Everybody who's in the building, Sean Pugh, just let us in prayer for him and his family and everything they're going through right now. And Aaron Rodgers was on the Jim Rome show saying he's upset with the league when Joe Buck says that the network was told as soon as Hamlin gets transported away, the game would resume in five minutes. I've known Joe for a long time, and I know him to be a man of his word, and I appreciated all of our meetings together. It's absolutely absurd, and it, it makes zero sense. And, of course, everybody's going to cover their ass now because it's a bad look. It's a really bad look. That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. so much. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there. Quick Trip and uh, did not stop at Quick Trip today. Got up this morning, though, and uh, not, took a nice walk. Had to. I'll tell you more about that later. Uh, but uh, didn't get the Quick Trip today, but uh, usually do. The nice thing is yesterday we were talking about all those visits that accumulate. You can look at the app and it'll actually show you how many visits you have per year and such, you know. So uh, kind of cool stuff. Cool stuff. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout uh, if you want to go ahead and do so. Uh, I want to go back to something that uh, you just heard in the Mike uh, Clemens update. And Rogers has been outspoken about this. And <clears throat> I got to, you know, now maybe he, you know, he's obviously got different inside information than I do, uh, obviously. But in, in regards to the NFL saying five minutes to kind of get it back together, okay? Um, it, it's ridiculous or asinine or whatever whatever he said. I look at it like this. The And I explained this a little bit last night, and it was a great take by Mike Clements last night as well on this. Um, the NFL, after DeMar Hamlin was taken off the field in the ambulance, said to the officials, because remember, this has never happened before. This has never happened before. So there's 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 good things. Granted, maybe it's a little insensitive to say, you know, five minutes. Okay, it is what it is. But this is what happened. The NFL, after DeMar Hamlin was taken off the field, said, okay, what do you do? You know, you, you just give it a minute, you know. So they said five minutes. 
five minutes. So guys could start warming up because they had been, you know, pretty distraught and down on one knee and such and set, you know, sedentary for a while. So they said five minutes. And I'm sure the NFL behind closed doors is going, what the hell do we do? You know, we don't know if we're going to be able to do this. So they said five minutes to McDermott and to Taylor, the two head coaches. McDermott looked at his guys after a couple of minutes and talked to the officials. He's like, hey, guys, we, we just we're not going to do this. This is just this is really upsetting for so many. Our guys are distraught. We know that some of the Cincinnati players, in, in, you know, especially T. Higgins, who hit them, they're distraught. I don't think we can do this. So they bring Zach Taylor over. And Zach Taylor comes over and goes, look, I agree. This is just this is not the time to be playing a football game. This is unlike anything we've ever experienced before. And it's true. So they said to the officials, um, we're going to take our teams off the field. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to take our teams off the field. we get, we got to regroup in this one. So the NFL acquiesced, said, hey, look, we understand. That, that's great. Okay, go ahead. You know, we understand it. That's great. You guys have that strong feeling. We respect that. Let's get you off the field. Go ahead. Well, as Mike Clemens put it last night, and it, it was, which was explained to him, and this is something you don't even think about, and it's true. Think about going to a Packer game or a Brewers game. Think about the streets, the parking. It's set up in a lot. Now, I know because I'm from that area, I know Paycor Stadium. I know that area extremely well. And down on Marion Way and into 5th Street and 2nd Street and such down through that area, um, the streets are t- they're turned into one four lanes one way, and that's into the stadium. You have to get the Sheriff's Department who – once the game, everybody's pretty much in the game, the, the the sheriffs that are blocking off every intersection, they they go do their thing, and then they come back a couple hours later. you got to call all those men and women back. You have to have all of the staff, security, and such now change things from bringing people in, charging people and such, to turning around and going, okay, we got to make it outward bound now because now you got 75,000, 80,000 people that are heading out of the stadium. You can't have cars coming up a, what they believe to be a one-way while cars are going back down. You're going to end up with head-on collisions. So it takes a while. It's not like they can just say, we're done. Go ahead and go. We'll talk to you later. You can't do that. So I understand all the logistics behind the delay in making a decision. And I think, and, and, and Troy Aikman said it best, if you're a player on the Buffalo Bills specifically, you don't want to go back on the field until at least you get word from the hospital that he's stable, he's okay. You know, hey, he's awake, he's alert, he's talking to us, he's, he's okay, he's doing okay. You know, you're waiting for that. And that call never came. So they're like, oh, my God, you know, because there, there was reports of guys out walking around and doing certain things and spending time alone in the stadium, sitting on the benches by themselves after the fans left. You know, you got to deal. It, it takes time. You can't just snap your fingers and go, okay, we're done. So that has to happen. So I get on the player's behalf, hey, how could they even say five minutes? I think what the NFL did was say, take five minutes, and then if you can play, play. Well, we'll play. You know, but I think the NFL said, take five minutes because we've never dealt with this either. And then when the players said, we can't do this, the NFL's like, we got you. Let's go. Go ahead and go back to the locker room. Stay tuned, one hour down, three more yet to go. 
More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.